As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. I'm your host, Dr. James Bryant. And listen, I have a great treat for you today. We are going to talk to Mr. Chuck Brockman. Chuck, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself, Chuck. Well, I'm... Uh, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've been here geez, since 1987. <laughs> I'm basically a uh, native to uh, Charlotte compared to people coming in and out. But yes, I'm a father of two daughters in their 20s. And I came here from originally from Mobile, Alabama, but came here via Green Bay, Wisconsin. So uh, even though it's getting a little cold out, I still appreciate the fact that we got four seasons here and it's not brutally cold. No, no, that, that is pretty cool. So Chuck and I met through a mastermind that we participated in for business owners. And I thought it would be a really good ideal for Chuck to come in, tell a little bit about his story and also talk about the services that uh, his company provides. And so Chuck, let's get into your story. You already talked about you're a father of two daughters that are in your 20s. Um, you're happy to be down there in North Carolina where you can get all four seasons. But let's tell, talk about your career journey, starting as an engineer and you know what's been happening in your life. So yeah, oddly enough, I'm in technology, but started nothing with technology. My degree is in earth science. And, uh, you know, growing up, I always liked science and, and enjoyed that. I had the little geeky rock collection. I always was made fun of for it. But oddly enough, I went in and uh, got a degree in that. And when I came out of college and was looking at my options, I took some grad courses and I started working for an engineering company. But because of my science background, even though it was an engineering company, I ended up doing industrial hygiene for them. And so I worked, yeah, it's a weird transition, but it was, one, it was a place I loved to work. And then two, it was an interesting career. So I would go out and do all kinds of things from, you know, asbestos, lead, air quality, you know, particulate filtering, all kinds of stuff. And okay. A lot of that was uh, report writing and, you know, a lot of the same things over and over. And while I was there, I also managed a lab. And so I produced the same things over and over and it was all handwritten. And I thought to myself, it's got to be a better way to do this. So I started thinking about it. My first idea was let's build an access database, automate all this stuff, have it send all the reports out automatically with the click of a button. And by doing that, I discovered something that I kind of liked, you know, instead of report writing, I had a little bit of creativity happening there and I ran with that. So, uh, I made a career transition, uh, shortly, I won't say shortly, but a little while after that, I decided that I liked technology. The internet was becoming more and more of a thing at that time and kind of taught myself and got a break and made a career transition. And that's kind of what I've been doing. Ever since then, I've been doing technology, mainly internet-focused stuff, 
for so that's, that's, 20 plus years now. So that's interesting, Chuck, because this is a recurring theme that I, I hear with a lot of people on the podcast, as I'm doing interviews, as I'm talking to people, they get to a point where they're working on something and they say the absolute same thing, which is there has to be a better way. Right? There has to be a better yep. way or there has to be something more, you know, to this. And so that's pretty interesting. I would even think and say that that is a recurring theme of a success principle of those people that are continuing to innovate and find success in life are thinking that, hey, wait a minute, there has to be a better way. There's something more that we can do or something different that we can do. Right. You know, I think for me, and it's changed over the years how that is, but for me, it starts with curiosity. You know, as a kid liking science and then through the years, I always wanted to know a little bit more about what was going on and how it happened. And so that kind of became the driving force behind things, you know, something would happen and I'd be like, there's got to be a better way, exactly as you said. And so this whole continuation of learning and curiosity, you know, drives you to learn different things, opens up a whole new world of what you can do and what's out there in front of you. And, you know, sometimes you uh, run with one of those instead of staying with where you're at. At Banowitz Marketing, we succeed when you succeed. Build a thriving family business with great marketing that actually works. How? Start with comprehensive marketing direction and a clear action plan. Then get attentive expert help and choose whether that help comes as done for you services or as done with you guidance. Visit us at thrivingfamilybusiness.com to get started today. Yeah, so you made the transition. So you transitioned, you were doing the, the report writing, you transitioned to technology, and then you went and moved and started doing what? So I... Transition to technology, specifically, I started doing internet web-based uh, work, and that evolved in kind of a generic uh, support for a company, and then it kind of honed more and more in the e-commerce. Okay. And so I spent the majority of my years in e-commerce, and that is both as a developer and then on the front-end side of things with user experience and security back-end. So kind of a generalist, but have as a journalist, you get to see many different things and then you're able to help a company build something that becomes pretty good. And that's what I've been able to do over my career is help companies really build their e-commerce present, presence and then grow their revenue. An example being one of the recent ones I've worked with, they've become an industry leader. And when I got to work with them, they were in a tiny warehouse and we put some profits and systems together. And, it, you know, and that's the curiosity piece is like, it's so much fun to put something together that helps somebody, you know, grow their business and you learn in the process and get to participate and enjoy it. Wow. There's power in curiosity and applying curiosity to business growth. And so in general, in making that transition, so there may be some people uh, that are listening to the podcast, they're working, they, they may be in that report writing uh, kind of mode and they're curious about something. What? would you suggest in terms of some keys to success from making that transition that you made? Well, I mean, for me, there were some driving factors. One, I wanted, you know, again, I think I said earlier, I love the company I was at. I love the people. They were great. And it was a really tough decision to make 
because of that. But I had a, a, my first daughter at that time, she was young and I wanted to make a better life and do better support. So for me, that was a driving factor. Plus I knew, you know, there was more opportunity there. It was something that I felt was a passion of mine that I didn't know I had, first of all, but all of a sudden I had a passion and it started to click. And I thought, you know, here's a better opportunity for, you know, both me selfishly in a career, but you know, at the same time, it's not that selfish because I'm trying to like give my family a better life. Yeah. Yeah. So you're using curiosity to fuel your passion. I think that's, that's pretty cool. I love it, man. So you've talked about this one company that you, you were able to help. And so what are you doing now? So I, now I am transitioning out into my own business here. Um, I've done some things in the past by myself. And so my goal now is to take all of this knowledge that I've gained over the years and really be able to bring it into other companies to help them basically increase their revenue. And okay. so I really start at a base level with the company and we evaluate website performance. And we start there in the first place is speed. And mm -hmm. the reason we start with that is if you can make incremental improvements to that, you can make incremental improvements to your revenue. And it's basically free money that you're getting because everything's already there. It just needs some tweaks and improvements. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. Oh, wow. So, so Chuck, most of the listeners to the Engineer Your Success podcast are small and medium-sized engineering consulting firms. They may even be some construction companies that are listening in, whether it's business owners or key principals of these firms. And so how could something like what you're describing help them? So it's the same principle, no matter what the kind of company or the website, you know, if a website is slow and you don't know what's going on, that means that people are probably going to leave quicker or they may just leave right away. So really focusing on these, the performance and the usability and mobile is another piece of that because that's where performance really starts to kind of stand out and become a problem is most people are using their phones right now to look at things. So if you're trying to get leads or get people to contact you, whether it's through a form or a call or whatever, if they don't know where to go or it takes too long for them to get to that point, they're leaving. And you lost out on an opportunity that, you know, could have been really easy. And if they come there with a specific interest in you, don't give them a reason to go away. You know, really focus on making it the best experience for them. Yeah. So if you want to, if you're looking to make those connections, you want to increase the speed of connection and deepen the relationship, right? So the faster that your website is and you can make that connection then that's the faster that the message you're messaging, the thing that you're talking about, the problem that you solve, your unique value proposition as a company will be able to make that connection with your customer. 
Exactly. And Google and other companies have done lots of studies to kind of back this up and really drive this point home that, you know, you want to get your message to that person and make that connection as quickly as possible. You know, and there's a side benefit to this in talking about Google is when you have a fast website, Google rewards you in organic search. So when they start looking and indexing your site, if it's slow, they're going to like bump you down maybe against your competitors who are kind of doing the same thing. So focusing on this bumps you up that list in Google without having to really do anything other than optimize paid speed. Yeah. So you're optimizing your speed, increasing the, the decreasing the time to make that connection. Um, Chuck, that is really fantastic. I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show to talk about, you know, what your, a little bit about your story and what you're doing. I have a couple other questions that I want to ask you. You know, one is, you know, we're in the holiday season, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas are coming up. What are you grateful for? Wow. A lot of things I'm grateful for, but to hit on a couple of them, I'm grateful. I have a wonderful family and I've blessed that basically everybody's in the area. So we get to get together over the holidays and on a weekly basis for that matter. So it's just a bigger dinner. But uh, with more food, but uh, I'm really grateful for my family. You know, it's growing up as an only child and now having an extended family with grandkids. It's such a great thing. Um, and, you know, and you mentioned before we met through this mastermind. So there are some people that have come to my life through this. You included that, you know, I am like really grateful for because there are some meaningful relationships. And, you know, it's one of those things that's a busy world. So those are even more important for me now. No, I appreciate you sharing that. And the, and likewise, in terms of the connection that you and I have been able to make and the other folks mm-hmm. that are involved in the mastermind, these are lifelong kind of relationships yes. that I believe Absolutely. that we're continuing to establish and to nourish. And it's really good to surround yourself with people that are achieving, want to achieve something for themselves, but they're also happy to help you and excited about you and what you're trying to achieve and what you're achieving. That's so well said. That's one of the biggest things that I think has come into play for me recently is having like-minded people with goals that are really trying to work in a direction. And I can't emphasize how important that is to to have that at some point in your career and, and then going forward, because I think that drives you to be better and do better. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. And we're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. Yeah, it does. It provides the support that you need to really move forward and you begin to understand that you don't have to go it alone. You do not have to do it alone. Uh, You can be with other high achievers. You can be with other people and you're not competing per se, but you are helping each other to move forward. And what I've found is when you surround yourself with those people your rate of progress tends to increase because there's certain momentum that is built, whether it is 
looking at or helping someone else as they're achieving what they want and you get inspired and you start doing a little bit more and then you start talking and then they talk back and everything starts to kind of just accelerate. And I think it's really important to surround yourself with a community that's growing and that supports you. 100%. Yeah. The inspiration, the conversation, you know, it's just, it's on another level. And that's not normally what I get when I go out the door. But when I talk with you and other members of our group, it's at another level. It's, it's just a little bit deeper and definitely a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, man. So, yeah, I really want to thank you again for coming on the show. And I've just started asking this. And if you don't have any, that's okay. And that is, do you have any questions for me? I've got lots of questions, but I, I don't have one off the top of my head now that you put me on the spot. <laughs> no, no, that, that's fine. It's kind of like turning the tables on the interview and asking the person that I'm interviewing, hey, do you have any questions for me? No, I just uh, I just want to say thank you because, you know, I've been, you know, listening to you and in, in watching what you've been doing. And so it's the inspiration that I love having in my life. No, I, I appreciate that, Chuck. And I'm going to end this interview like I end every podcast episode. And that's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through and do it. They're executing and they're achieving their goals and they're living the life of their dreams and they're building the businesses or the careers and the things that they want. And Chuck, I want to thank you for being part of that select few. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.